This is Shop Talk with Jeff and John. This is a podcast about bicycles and all things bicycles, but it's more than that. We also discuss our adventures, not only on the bike, but off of it as well. We may or may not be experts, but we definitely have something to say. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. Ayo. How you doing, Jonathan? Ayo. I figured uh, because of the day's uh, topics, and uh, we gave a little teaser last week, that you might uh, do do some Jimmy Buffett or some, you know, sailing or water-themed type of... Uh... I am not that smart right now oh. for that. <clears throat> But you did give us a little uh, island. Uh, I, I guess I did. Um, yeah. To do the Jimmy Buffett thing, that would be a disservice to everything about Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Um, so it's because it's, it's uh, 5 o'clock. Somewhere? Somewhere. Yeah. That's... But I don't know, honestly, if that math is ever actually true. What do you mean? It's always true. <laughs> is it not? It has to be always five o'clock somewhere. Somewhere it's five o'clock. I there's I, I okay, research. I'm gonna have to pass this along to our research department and figure out if there's if it actually is five o'clock some somewhere. There has to be a five o'clock somewhere. There, there has to be. You're 14 hours ahead if you go to like Japan and Australia. 23 hours ahead. So if it's four o'clock in the morning here. Then it's five o'clock in the afternoon there. Yes, but once it becomes five o'clock here, then it's six o'clock there. Okay, and, hold and on, then hold like on. England, let's, let's, I'm going to dumb it down for just a moment. Is eight hours ahead of okay. us. So like right now, there's somewhere that's five o'clock, right? Let, let's call it London, England. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So at five o one, it's going to be one minute past London, England. Five o two, or you know, right? Yeah. Hold on. If it's 5 o'clock there and it's 11 p.m. here, uh, let's just pretend, or 11 a.m. here, at 11.01, it's going to be 5.01 there. Uh-huh. At 11.02, it's going to be 5.02 there. Right. Now, there's a city that comes before London, right? Oh. Or there's a, uh, I'm sorry, not a city. There's a time zone. Oh, so the time zone is maybe an hour out or two hours Yeah, that's out. where it runs into a problem is the time zone. And now I'm just I'm just going to oh. I'm going to make your head melt and my listener and our listeners heads melt. What good is five o'clock? Because five o'clock is a morning time. It's an a.m. time. If you really wanted to have a party time, it would be seventeen hundred p.m. No, seventeen hundred indicates p.m. Seventeen hundred p.m. It, it is got it. Five o'clock in the evening. S- uh, so five. <laughs> seventeen hundred p.m. Got it. Oh. <laughs> I think you just made my head melt. So I may have realized why you 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 don't have really good luck hunting or fishing. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, 
let's 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 just forego the formalities. Let's dive right in. And get There's into, some good juicy stuff today. And get into the rabbit hole. Let's talk about kayaking. So hey, you know if you spell kayak backwards. It's still kayak, or I don't, I don't. boom, baby. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, this has sort of turned into or developed into its own like uh, thing right now. Yeah, and so which rabbit hole do you want to go down? Because I mean, I got rabbit holes. Well, let's let's talk about your metamorphosis and where you see your kayaking going and then we can sort of okay all right merge the okay. rabbit hole that uh, i'm so currently i have a tandem 12 or 13 foot kayak uh-huh um it was made by aquaterra back in the 80s not 80s or 90 i don't know whatever early it's like, 2000s it's or... like 20 years old something in yeah. that nature um and it's a open tandem so it almost could be passed off as a canoe but it's not a canoe right um so i have a lot of breathing room in it you know we have a skirt right and uh we got two paddles and we got our life jackets and um, um i was taking it out to you know mission bay a lot and uh, what i loved about kayaking in the ocean or rather in, along the coast is that uh, there are no regulations other than you need to have some way for someone to see you. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't shut down at 11 p.m. So I can kayak all night if I wanted to. And that's what I was doing. I was going down there at night and kayaking with, you know, ergo, yeah. you know, Trina's, you know, uh, 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 stories about me with dolphins, you know, in Mission Bay and freaking out and stuff like that so um you know so i got i got the marine lights on and and then sorts like that um and uh my birthday's coming up um and just because i get to say it's my birthday and i you know, i want to go do something and i don't want to just go to dinner um i'm like let's go camping right and so she agreed yeah we'll go camping cool so then i'm like well, you know, she's been wanting – she said she would go hunting with me. So, like, I could turn this into hunting. But I'm like, oh, let's just keep it simple, right? Let's right. Just, maybe we'll go backpacking. So then I was thinking Joshua Tree. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's kayak camping. Right. So I'm like, how's Mono Lake doing? And I'm like, oh, dang it. It's too cold. Like, wait a minute. It's probably actually kind of frozen. Yeah. No, I don't know yeah, if it's freezing. cold. It's just so, cold. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. Lake Mead. That's where we were going to go last time. Right. Um, but instead, again, we went backpacking. So I'm like, let's go to Lake Mead. So then I'm st I start researching, you know, all of Lake Mead on the, you know, National Park website. Um, and then I'm reading and reading and then just like, where do I go? You know, and they can, you can shoreline camp off of Lake Mead. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like there, there's not a lot of regulations. It doesn't even say what that you have to be off the water at night. Nothing. 
Um, and because the kayak is under like whatever 20 feet or who knows, I forget what it is, but when the kayak is smaller than whatever, it, it, it doesn't need to be, uh, 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 under, uh, maritime maritime. Yeah. You don't want to have navigational lights. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I put mine on just because it's fun and, and I want people to see me. Why right. not? You know what I mean? But you don't need to. So anyhow, um, so Again, I'm just I'm figuring the stuff out. I'm like, wait a minute, there's the Hoover Dam. Oh, there's Colorado River. Oh, there's Black Canyon National Water Trail. Well, that's just calling my name right there. <laughs> it's got a trail. It's, it's national. national. <laughs> and it's a canyon. It's, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's look this up. And then all of a sudden, uh, they designated... Uh, uh, the the portion from Hoover Dam down about 26 miles um, to what they call El Dorado Canyon. Um, part of the is is the National Water Trail, right? Which is now part of, under the National Park Service. And I get to uh, kayak. So of course the Colorado River, or you know, it, it's being filtered or whatever, we dammed right through the Hoover Dam. Yeah. And then they release the water, and so therefore water's flowing downstream all the way and down in, into Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um. So you can a lot of people will start at Hoover Dam and then they will flow downstream, um, to typically like Willow Beach, which is like the halfway point. Um, which is like 15 miles away or something. And uh, they usually hire a outfitter, a guide, a guiding tour type, right. type of thing uh-huh. uh, where they rent the kayaks and whatever. And they, you know, they get dropped off, they get picked up. And uh, um, that's what they do. So I'm like, all right, this would be cool, but I'm too cheap to pay for a kayak uh, 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 outfitter. Uh huh. Um, and you also need a permit to launch from Hoover Dam uh, because the roads leading up to Hoover Dam are high security, uh, I'm sure, because you could set off a bomb there and right. really you know, s- destroy a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it is a secure, high-sensitive high yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, I have now plans to uh, launch from El Dorado Canyon, and we're going to backpack, or I'm sorry, kayak upstream uh, three days. Um, so two days up and then one day down. And that's how that's going to work. So that's what you're hoping, right? I'm, uh, that's the plan now. Hoover Dam that's, launch. Right? That's exactly what we're going to do. I, no. I, I know where I'm going to park. Yeah, so you're you're going to paddle upstream for two days, regardless of how far you get or what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. And then just turn around and come back. Uh huh. Correct. Yeah. If I get to Hoover Dam, then great. Um, If I don't, then I don't. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm I'm looking at it right now. So, um, and how, so. I know I got seven hundred things going in my head because of the, of the rabbit hole that now you've been talking about this, right? Uh huh. And it's got me kind of like, well, yeah. So somebody decided <laughs> to start entertaining kayaking, and 
you went kayaking in Missouri when you went to go visit your dad. Yeah, and I've I've, I've done three three kayaking excursions on my visits out there because my sister lives close to my parents. And yeah, so t- please it, share the story. So her and her husband um, have gotten in have gotten into like teardrop camping and uh, kayaking. So they, they, they're like you. They have progressed progressed up from, you know, uh, you know $200, $100, whatever it is, little sit-ins and realize, you know, they're too small, not stable enough, you know, to they're on their third iteration of uh, kayaks. So um, I just so happened to be there when they bought a couple of more, so they had one extra. So their friends that they normally go kayaking with um, went out and invited me to go. You know, it's like 40 degrees. It's 55 that day, but cloudy and overcast and windy and uh, went kayaking out on Maple Lake. A lot of fun. Uh, the wind was just horrendous. We actually had little little, little waves breaking over the front of the boat. It was pretty cool. But, um, you know, I really enjoy it every time I do it. And then if we were to take the story and rewind it even further, and if we were to go back to, say, 1990. Six, yeah, nineteen ninety. Let's say nineteen ninety-five. In the Marine Corps, yada yada yada. But I had a part-time job. I was the rock climbing and backpacking and on the on the mountain rescue team. But one of the things I always found intriguing was ocean kayaking. The big, you know, eighteen foot long boats with hatches and rudders and fiberglass and a whole nine yards. So I had an opportunity as a part-time job after work a couple of days a week and um, on weekends to work at REI. My sole purpose to work at REI was to get a touring boat because there was trips that I wanted to do and things okay, that I wanted to do. for real. All right. Yeah, so kayaking has been there for about as long as bike riding has because I was kind of, you know. Sure. The bike, you know, we were climbing, but. The group of guys we were with, there was always something going on, and we lived in San Diego, so we'd go to La Jolla Shores and kayak there. My buddy has done a lot of kayaking, so he had boats, so we were able to go out and just play. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, back then, a fiberglass boat was like $2,000. So it's like, I'm going to work at REI, and I'm going to buy a kayak. Yeah. Never got the kayak, but I kayaked. I had a yak board and two smaller boats, some whitewater boats and some other things that we played with. Never got into the big, never purchased a big touring boat. I had a um, an episode of severe seasickness one time out in a touring boat. Oh. And that kind of dashed the, the, the dream of having a boat and going down to the Sea of Cortez or to okay. do the Channel Islands because I do have a seasick problem. I... I Worked on a dive boat every weekend when I was stationed in Cherry Point. My uncle owned a dive boat, and I'd go out every Friday or every Saturday or Sunday on a, okay. on a dive charter, get seasick. So you're considering this and with the potential to get seasick again? No, because uh, there's a book, and you said the other day I'm really into books, but there's a book called California Flat Water Kayaking. Oh, dang! And it lists all the lakes. And rivers and right, places. So you don't you, have to ocean kayak. So exactly. I don't have to ocean kayak. Okay. Now, not saying that and I this won't. This was not in your purview in 1996. No, because everything we did was gearing up for a Sea of Cortez trip 
for Got whale it. watching. Okay. Off the shores right. of La Jolla, you know, Channel okay. Islands. So this or, is now your evolution. Yeah, the, and it's you know since 1996. I like it. The evolution has I like it. Has come full full swing. Oh. So it's not something that's new. Yeah. It's something that's sort yeah. of been there. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's like a pimple. Yeah. It's resurfaced. I guess. There you go. You know what I mean. You just need a little encouragement. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I am oh. now in that rabbit hole that Jonathan is in, and looking and perusing and studying and mm-hmm. thinking about trips that could be done with a kayak. So, um, yeah. the first thing that one, me, must obtain is a boat. So, with your guidance and your help and looking at Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp and all these other people You've been selling, looking. been looking for a boat. And uh, yeah. don't, don't, don't want to spend crazy amounts of money because I know the peripherals is going to cost some money. So I'm trying to get into the sport, much like I got into bikepacking, as uh, fiscally, uh, uh, fiscally so, well, and, well, and the, uh, I think easy you had mentioned um, when you were doing like whitewater rafting and stuff like that, I mean, you still have equipment from that time. Yeah, I, I, we, we have so, a... I'm going to hope that you don't need to reinvest into a lot of equipment. No, it would mostly be like a paddle. Well, hopefully your kayak comes you with a paddle. Comes with a, or a life, a life ja- jacket. And a life jacket, yeah. Right. And then I guess the biggest thing that one must overcome is transporting a 16-foot. What do you mean? You just can't put it in your trunk? Yeah. Well, they make those. They make a foldable kayak, actually. They so do. They, or, or a yak, or what it's yeah. called, like the first letters of origami. That thing's like crazy expensive, yeah. though. Uh-huh. But it folds down into the size of a suitcase. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. I yeah. don't know. No. So, it's crazy. Um, so you go down these rabbit holes. Yeah. And then because yeah. I love to read and research, then yeah. I go down uh-huh. other rabbit holes. Well, and, uh, by, by the way, did you did you get to fancy my, my, my latest uh, picture? On Instagram, yes, of uh, the kayak on my on top of my Toyota FJ Cruiser. Yes, man, I, that that sure is a mighty nice picture. Yeah, N- it, not that I'm in it at all, but the, yeah. the fact that the kayak just the the, the car just the looks FJ with a kayak, sexy with a kayak, and there happens to be a guy in it as well. Oh yeah, it looked a lot like you actually. <laughs> Pretty good looking, I tell you. <laughs> um, so. Now that's like, yeah. so so I have to be careful, because I I I tend to go all in sometimes. It would it, be too awesome if you and Gene got into kayaking. Yeah, because uh uh we, we you know uh, our wives have met each other. Yeah, and and they they they're fond of each other. Yeah, um and and I'm rather fond of you. Right, you know, and um, likewise. So um. We could literally be two couples that go out kayaking and oh having. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. So, dude, it's it, it's it's nuts. it's it's percolating. Oh my gosh! See what happens. Yeah, getting out there. Again, though, you know, don't want to. I I still want to. There, there's other. You know, I still want to do the bike packing thing. It's just this. This has always been there yeah. since 1996. Yeah. So it's always been there. Oh man! And it's just you know. It, it's it's, it's just, coming to it's the surface. And, and the really simple exciting. fact that when you're the only one doing it, it's hard, right? You know, and then I when we moved here, all my friends that I did it with were in San Diego. And then to load up, 
your kayaks. And then mm-hmm. I, I picked a silly job. I loved the job, but I was a chef mm-hmm. when I got out of the Marine Corps. Yeah. So all your weekend activities and all the things that you used to do on the weekends with your friends who had Fridays or Saturdays and Sundays off, you're not doing it with them anymore yeah. because you are now working on those days. Yeah. So to go down to San Diego or to try to go surfing on a Tuesday with a boat, it just really became logistically hard. And next thing you know, kayaks are sitting in the shed uh, or in the garage uh-huh. and haven't been used in 18 months, 24 months. 36 months. Crazy. You know? Yeah. So you sold those. Sold them. Yeah. And so. So here's the crazy part is. But apparently a lot of people have that thing going on. (laughs) Because there's a lot of used kayaks (laughs) for sale. There's pages and pages of used kayaks. Oh my gosh. Under dust. And when they show pictures like, well, at least you should have vacuumed the leaves out of the inside Uh of it. (laughs) It's like, you can see the leaves. It's like, yeah, this has been sitting under the eaves of your house for three years. Yeah. 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 So. So, um, you know, again, I have a tandem kayak and really every time I've gone out, I've gone with Trina. Right. So it's been a two person thing. And so for the first time last week, I went kayaking, fishing by myself at Lake Skinner. Right. And it was the first time I ever loaded the kayak literally by myself. And that's probably a sight to see. <laughs> Five foot Asian man trying to get a kayak on top, on top of, of a, a SUV. Eight, an eight foot car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time the J hooks yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. You're putting a thing like seven feet in the air. So, um, it took me about 30 minutes to get it on in the morning, you know, at like 5 a.m. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, when I was ready to put it onto uh, back onto the onto the FJ, um, there was a, a, a fisherman that was standing by. He's like, hey, you want some help? I'm like, I, I'm not. Tur- I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not proud. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and so he just he totally helped me. But um, I went kayaking by myself, man fishing dude so now i get to sit down oh by the way it's in a kayak (laughs) and i get to throw some line out there and i actually got a bite i got a bite i hooked one (laughs) and then my stupid line broke because my fishing rod or rather the line is like 20 years old yeah yeah and you know casey's just shaking his head at me like your equipment sucks. Yeah. And a shout out to Casey. I know we mentioned him last week, but I, I'm not, I fish growing up, you know, brim, bass, whatever, in, yeah. in, in a pond, nothing like, nothing like tournament fishing. We were just fishing on a Saturday afternoon for cooking fish or whatever. But, um, you know, I used to use a little Zebco 404 or 202, you know, something that you could get back in the day at the local five and dime for, you know, $19. Dude, I saw rods and reels and, and rods for $200 without a reel on it. And then you see a reel for $200. It's like, yeah. Fishermen are serious, buddy. They, there's, I mean, the, the same thing can be said about a bicycle. Right. $6,000 bicycle, $1,200 for wheels, $300 for shoes. I honestly think, and I may have said this on this, on this podcast before, hobby is French or Italian, or Greek for take all your money. 
You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what the hobby is. It it costs money to have a hobby, plain and simple. Yeah. And we're in the interesting situation where we have like five or six <laughs> that are all kind of commingling <laughs> into each other. However, I justified a lot of things, but all of the bike packing, camping gear would take up very little room in a kayak, and I don't need to buy any of that stuff. Exactly. So exactly, it, it's just you all... see the commingling of all this, yeah, right? Yeah. So I mean, seriously, I still, I, I still attribute the backpacking. The backpacking was monumental to the integration of so much of this stuff. Right. Because car camping is not integrate. It doesn't integrate well. Yeah. You know? Because you can take big coolers and big tents yeah. and couches but or the backpacking and a wagon. Everything fits in a backpack yeah. that you have to lug. So therefore it can't be that much and it can't be that heavy. Right. Ergo, you then are lugging it wherever you go, if that's the case, on the bike, on your back, now in a kayak. Yeah. And I love it. So what, how did you word it the other day when we were talking about some upcoming, you know, things that we want to discuss? It's like our modus operandi is all the same. It's just a mode of transportation that we are using to get there. Yep. It all revolves around camping. Uh-huh. Be it. Yeah. Backpacking, bikepacking, now kayaking. Yeah. So. Yeah. And. Yeah. And all. And, and like you said, because of the new gear and new things. Everything, all of that will transfer over yeah. to one thing. Because if yeah. if it's not taking up a lot of room on a bike, uh-huh. it's not going to take up a lot of room I'm in a not kayak. Not going to lie, I mean, I saw I have a couple dry bags. Yeah. But literally the other night, I went to Stater Brothers and I bought the heavy duty thirty gallon trash bags. Right. And I'm just going to stuff stuff in there. Well, and tie it up. The thing. And that's and I, going and I, with and us to Lake Mead. And I could be wrong. I mean, because I, you know, the past three or four trips that I've done in Missouri have all been lakes, right? Um, I think a lot of the dry bags and, and, the, and the waterproof hatches are on those big sea touring boats where you're out there with white caps in the ocean or in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can get wet in a lake too, yeah. you know, um, yeah. one missed turn and the boat capsizes or whatever, but it's not like you're not going to have waves Typically, yeah. I'm thinking again. I don't know crashing. So over. there are waves, right? When it yeah. gets windy, there are waves. Yeah, but and also then, you're in that situation. If you can just camp anywhere and you not typically have to be from yeah. point A to point B, yeah. if it gets super windy and it's pushing you backwards, just go to the beach, right, uh-huh. and, and sort of hang out to the yeah, wind dies yeah, down. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in the times that Trina and I have gone camp or have gone kayaking, I mean, we're not camping; we're just yeah. kayaking. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, whoa. It got a little windy, you know. So yeah. like, yeah, we can stop, take a break, or okay, let's, you know, let's. We're trying to get back to the car, hunker down, and, you know, and, and work the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, you're just going, and then okay, you're getting. But at the end bit. of at the end of your trips or your your excursions, is the inside of your boat boat very wet? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. it is. Hmm. Uh, mainly my fault. From like paddle dripping in, and, yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah. It's mostly paddle dripping in, um, and and how you paddle and your technique. Yeah. Um, I sit in the front and Trina's in the back. And so she gets a lot of my backsplash. <laughs> so it's more of a Jonathan issue. <laughs> so uh, so uh, you're not the driest person. And according to Trina, you might not be that quiet. <laughs> Man, how do you have any I, adventure partners? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she's saying. I mean. <laughs> 
So do you ever miss paddle and like just skim the top of the water and just hit her with a tidal wave? Uh, uh, once in a while, yeah, versions of that. But mostly it's the fact that like I lift uh, the the paddle too high and then it's dripping water and yeah. then she's wet, right? right. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, we do have rain pants now. Yeah, you know, and the rain pants were for backpacking. Right. Guess what? They work there to keep you. Keep, oh. Keep your dude. Keep you kind of dry while sitting in the boat. Totally. Yeah. Done. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. No joke. What about what about top? Yeah, we have Ra- just a rain jacket. Rain jacket is, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I wore the other the other when we went out because it was it was windy, and it was kind of chilly and oh, I okay. you know I knew it was gonna you know. Yeah. I was in an open boat, not a sit-in, so I knew I was going to get some water or whatever the case How may be. How wet did you get? Uh, ju- a little bit, a little on my feet, uh-huh. just from like you know, the paddle. Okay. You know, still trying to yeah. figure out that whole you know the paddling thing, but the uh, I wore my Gore-Tex jacket, the one that yeah. I bought for our backpacking nice. trip, and kind of sit, you know. Yeah. And it was windproof, and you know, exactly. if I got a little splash, it was great. Yeah. yeah. So I got out of, and um. The people that I went kayaking with, uh, two of them were able to like get on their boat and walk to shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law, you know, my sister, she straddled the boat and walked and, you know, got uh-huh. her feet wet. Yeah. So I was still able to like stand on the boat and walk the full length of the boat once I like nice. beasted it. And, you know, so I got zero, zero, nice. zero water, you nice. know, other than a little bit on my knees from, nice. you know, the paddle drip or whatever. But yeah. That was. You know what? It just occurred to me too. Um, so when I went with Casey, you know, um, to Mission Bay, um, uh, he asked like, well, you know, what should I do bring or whatever? And I'm like, rain pants. And he had frog togs. You know those frog, th- the like, maybe you don't know. No, like actual fishing pants, right or no? No, they're like, they're just outdoor. Like you can get them in camo, you know. Okay. But they're outdoor. It's like a, it's like, uh, hello, it's a pant, um, whatever that you put on. But it's fully rainproof. Okay. Yeah. And, and they're so like you wear them like suspenders. Or they're they're uh, not like wa- they're not like waiters, right? No, they're just not, pants. But they look like waiters. They could almost look like waiters. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyhow, so he had them and he wore them and it was perfect for right. him. Right. And he's like, "Wow, I've always owned this and I, this is the first time I've ever used it." Wow. Okay. Like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. You know. But dude, like, just anything rainproof. That's right. it. Waterproof. Yeah. That's all you got. Perfect, man. Yeah. Too cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's uh it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's 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 a smoldering fire that I have to be careful to keep yeah. going. I I'm gonna keep you know, keep it smoldering and doing research and okay. trying to keep it. All as, right, all right. But uh we'll get you hooked. No, no, I'm already hooked. It's just yeah. a matter of yeah. You so know, reeling it, me in. The one drawback uh, or the one complaint I have about the kayak, um, this kayak, is that it doesn't have a rudder. Now, I'm saying that it doesn't have a rudder in the sense that I think that's the solution. The drawback, okay, so the actual drawback is that um, when it's windy, I get pushed around. Um, and I forget the word. Um, there's a term for when you end up going broadside into the current uh, 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 with the current so basically as if as the current is pushing well it wants to push the most surface area so it's not going to push you back in the sense that you know it's pushing from the from the 
from the bow, uh-huh. you know, and therefore you're reversing like a car, you know, which is the, the, the rear is the stern. So you don't reverse like a car. What ends up happening is the water ends up pushing you and then the front end of the car or kayak gets pushed to the side and then now the water is pushing you from your driver's side uh, door and your uh, rear passenger or rear driver's side door. Yeah. And so now it's pushing the, 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 the side of you. Uh-huh. And so every time you stop paddling, you, you get course corrected by the current because it's like, hey, I, I want you to go this way. Um, so therefore, uh, I've been reading enough that a uh, rudder is going to help me stay more in line um, and not wander when, you know, I'm not paddling as hard or, or who knows what. Right. You know, but it's, it's going to help me to keep a straighter line. And then also at the same time when I'm paddling, because uh, because I think there I don't be, because I don't have a rudder, I think as I'm paddling, like if I, you know, I, I put the right paddle in then you know the, the 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 front wants to move one 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 direction and then i put the other paddle in and the front wants to move the other direction you know and then if i do it enough times guess what i end up going a different direction so if if you were to look at your your tracking yeah, your, your like wake behind you uh-huh you look are you serpentining Serpent- through the water yeah there you go okay yeah yeah you know, so not efficient. I mean, it's fun, right? And what, what do I know? Um, but I think a rudder is going to allow me to go straighter. That would be the hope. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm debating on putting a rudder on the current kayak. Um, or uh, maybe it's time to upgrade to a, another kayak with a rudder. You know, and, uh, and at the end of the day, our bucket list goal is to kayak to Catalina Island. That would be that's the bucket list goal. Just like you know, backpackers have the bucket list goal to yeah. um, uh, uh, do the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian. Well, Trail. that's a monumental bucket list, though. That's a pretty good undertaking. That's what twenty-four miles. Yeah, and, across and, big and ocean, open water, in uh, shipping lanes with fish. In the sea. Yeah, I think you more have to worry about the shipping lanes because cargo ships and ships can't course correct as easy as a, um, you know, kayak can. So you have to be really aware. And I've talked to people that have done it. And Do you think the shipping, the ships will scare off the big fish? Sure. Okay, good, <laughs> good. Because if you're worrying about the ships, you don't need to be worrying about the fish. Okay. Yeah, I think you're fine. I don't know which one I should be worried about more. The the ships and the fog. They're big ships. And the visibility. And it's not so much the big ships. And I don't know. Maybe there's a specific, like, little track, an area where you go on your kayaks. But, you know, you've got the ferry boats, the, 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 the speed boats are going out there. Everyone's just going to Catalina. And you out there in your little three mile an hour kayak, you yeah, know, right? Are are at the bottom of the food chain when it comes to everybody else out there with hey, propellers. Hey, I, I um, I Strava'd, um, Strava recorded one of my kayak trips in yeah. Mission Bay, uh-huh. and I got up to six miles an hour, my max yeah. speed. 
Nice. I was, I was quite proud of myself. I'm rather by just, myself. I'm rather just ca- calling you Johnny six mile per hour because Dude. that's your goal when we're bike packing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> How sad is that to ride your bike six miles an hour as fast as you can kayak paddle? That's wrong. Either that or you're kayaking as fast as you ride a bike. Thank you, sir. Thank there you, you. There you go. But either way, I still suck at something. So let it <laughs> Well, I, it might be packing. I don't know. No, that's not it. No, that's, <laughs> that's not it. That's. <laughs> Certainly not it. So, so you did say that. Well, the car camping doesn't translate to everything, but you you've made it manage to your to all of your other camping because you take everything. Well, the car camping didn't didn't work out well, but it did work for backpacking. Yeah. So you know. No. I, it's been there, done that. So, um, and I know I I I. I so what uh, are you just using your Garmin, your bike computer on the uh, on the kayak? Or are you using your phone? I'm mostly using How my did you phone. Str- right you got now. it in a, like a waterproof Ziploc. You got yeah. it in a waterproof otter case yeah. or something. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm just using Ziploc right now. Yeah, I could put you know. So there's the waterproof cases thingies. Right. You know, um, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, as we get into open water, I'll probably get a waterproof case. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, like, like one of those, uh, Tupperware almost looking things that right. you, you know, they have in the camping section. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Cool. Um, so you're, you're, you're planning your, uh, Black Canyon, uh, water trail trip. Yep. National water trail. Yeah. And so, you and you know you. I didn't know that was in the plan until you. I started talking kayaks with you, and then you started filling me in on some of your things that are going on with kayaks. And then so I was researching that, which also brought back to my memory a bucket, a bucket list trip, or one of the things that I wanted to do. 96, 97, 98, whatever it was, when I was really thinking about the whole kayaking thing, uh-huh. was the um, the Yuma run from Blythe to Yuma, Arizona. On the Colorado River. On the Colorado. The same river. That you are going to be. I'm going to be on. But yeah. it's like, how many miles away? How, how many miles is, is it away? What, from Blythe to the Hoover Dam? Uh-huh. 50? Oh, really? Yeah. I would have I was thinking like 130 miles or something. Well, I well from Hoover to Yuma, I don't think is 200 miles. I don't know. The Blythe trip that I want to do, I have wanted to do. Yeah. And again, because I don't I you know, all I do is research and plan and look at things. Uh-huh. Um I actually presented you this week with a uh a 12-page oh, map. Oh, we're in. Uh, from Blythe to I, I already told Trina. She'd be like, like we're, we're signed up. Like, she's like, yeah. With mile markers. and Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. So, so October. Yeah. That's it, the, well, first off, you need a kayak. Yeah. We'll have to October. You, 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 you got to get the, the wife involved. Yeah. 
So, um, so again, I started researching a trip that I'd planned or yeah. was on the itinerary mm-hmm. back in 96, 97. Yeah. So it Dude. was fun reading about that trip. And then again, reading that yeah. and then thinking about it, that opens up three or four more rabbit holes, wormholes or black holes, whatever you want to call it. Oh, my gosh. You know. Nuts. And it's like, I, ah, my head won't, won't, ex, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. won't absorb everything. And it's like, I, mean, I think right, I just need to ride my bike <laughs> and maybe, just relax. Maybe. Yeah. Like right now, I mean, you know, close by, I mean, there's Lake Elsinore, Lake Skinner, and Diamond Valley Lake. Uh, there's Lake also Paris. Lake Paris. Yeah. Um, and Lake, Lake Paris doesn't care what kind of how you get in the water. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you oh, okay. you can you can paddleboard, you can canoe, you can kayak, you can sit on kayak, you oh, can okay. sit in kayak. Well, Lake Paris is the only one that allows um, ocean or I'm sorry, body contact. Yeah. Well, Lake Elsinore does too. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, well, Diamond Valley Lake and um, Lake Skinner, there there or it's not even Lake Skinner, it's River. Skinner Reservoir, right? They're they're water reservoirs, yeah. so that's where they're trying to keep it more pristine, right? Um, so Lake Paris, Diamond Valley, and Lake Skinner, you have to pay to get in, right, and, and do that activity. Uh, Lake Elsinore, um, as you, it's free, right? You know, and so there's a public beach. You launch from it. Blah, blah blah. Except that Lake Elsinore sometimes is not the cleanest. Yeah. Um. And and you know they they had the the blue algae you know problem. I, you know. Yeah. And that was uh, that shut the lake down for. Right. Right. And this, by the way, this is the same blue algae problem. You know that even Big Bear Lake has. Yeah. But everyone sometimes likes to you know tease Lake Elsinore, a small town. Hell, you know. Yeah. You guys. You know, it used to be called Lake Smell Some More. Yeah, or Eyesore or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just because of the blue algae. I mean, we were we were kayaking there uh, more than a few times before we figured out the blue algae, you know, happened, yeah. whatever. Um, and it was enough to get us acquainted, and it's 10 minutes from the house. Yeah. Dude, you know what I mean? And, so, and there's also Canyon Lake, though, but you have to know somebody well, or be yeah. able to. To it's get private, in. yeah, it's a private yeah. lake. So, um, uh, seriously, like sooner or later, I, I I'm at least tempted to take you to Lake Elsinore. I mean, again, it's it's free. It's ten minutes from the house. Yeah, no, it's and literally it, it's right there. Not, it's right. And do you always put in on the Lake Elsinore side, or have you put in there by the um, by the Storm Stadium? Uh, by the, uh, not exactly by the Storm Stadium, but th- there's the estuary and. Um, uh, it's so it's called Grove Beach. Yeah, and there's also like right around heading towards Lake Elsinore, there's a park, a sports park right there. Can right you, there. Can you put in right there? Yeah, that's where I'm putting in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So again, they call it the sports park, and then there's Grove Beach. Okay. Which is right there, and then uh, it used to be uh, it used to be a launch ramp right there. And that uh, the Grove Beach is where like the Lake Elsinore Grand Peak. Grand Prix uh, roads. Does it? I don't know. Maybe. I thought so. Yeah, I think okay. think through there before they come. Then they come out right right there and then go up that the big oh. hill, the big hill that's nice. right beside okay. the uh, sports park. All yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what we do. Um, and uh, dude, it works. Yeah. You know, I mean, th- there were times that Trina and I were going out there. And we we're, were only out there for an hour, and just to enjoy whatever. Like 
uh, of course, daylight savings times has has hit. And uh, so we were out there and we would get an hour of paddling and it was just good enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like one time, literally, she bought dinner. I got home, got the kayak on the roof. We went and we actually had dinner in the kayak. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It's right there. Yeah. And, and I, like you said, the big advantage that you have there is something she likes and it's something y'all can do together and yeah. get out there. Right. And totally. You're not abandoning. Yeah. I mean, I got good pictures of just her and I. Right. Yeah, the good old Johnny selfies. So so your Black Canyon National Water Trail trip is is happening here very soon. It's official, soon. yeah. yeah. It's, that's, that's the plan, everything. Um, I... Uh, I talked to the rangers already just to kind of get a, a better lay of the land um, where I could park, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, got it all. I'm, I, I'm ready to go. Cool. Yeah. So. You're finally taking her kayak camping. Kayak camping. It's been in the works, though, for a minute. Because... Again, last year, yeah, kind yeah. of the beginning of winter slash fall, I didn't realize that it was going to get really cold at Mono Lake. Right. Yeah. And now, what what research or what do you know about Mono Lake? Is that you just put in? And Mono you... Lake is also national park, um, national, yeah, a part under the National Park Service. Yeah. Um, but where can you camp? Do you have? Can you go out to an island and camp, or you camp along the shore, or? Yeah, you can camp along the shore. Um, there, it's not all of it, but yes, like a good chunk of it, you camp along the shore. Okay. Um, there is an island. Uh, there's a part of the island that is like a wild a bird refuge. You, so you probably don't do that. Right. Um, and then, uh, but you can totally go to the island. Yeah. And now ca- kayak camp. Again, back in the day. Um, that was that was a lake that was considered, but isn't there like, isn't there like biting flies or black flies? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, there are. And do they bite or are they just annoying or they? I don't know. Oh, but it's the like black flies. Yeah. I, I think the thing about Mono Lake was like an insect that lived out there. That got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew about those. You, I've heard about them, and yeah. um, I you know uh, when I was planning, I mean, well, even with Lake Mead. Or this trail, um, I'm, I'm taking the the, the head head nets, right? The, the mosquito nets, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, oh well, what are you gonna do? It's all part of being in the outdoors, right? Correct. Getting out there and having fun. Yeah, yeah. So, um, summertime, our goal. So, like right now, the Lake Mead thing is is on the table uh, up until well, really, probably for another month. Yeah. Um, but y'all are doing it right before summer. Yeah. Because the summer hits, it's going to get really hot and also gets really, really, really busy. Yeah. Because um, a lot of boaters are out there. Um, but now, is your goal uh, when you're doing this to like just sort of skirt the shore or go out a little further or, or just depends on how, it, how you're going when you're paddling? Well, it's in a canyon. But I know you're starting in Lake Mead, though. Isn't that pretty wide? No, 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 no. I'm not even touching Lake Mead. Oh, oh. Okay. Not at all. No, no. I'm south of Lake Mead now. 
because Hoover Dam stops Lake Mead from uh, going into the canyon. Um, oh yeah, I had. There you go. Okay, yeah, I had yeah. the I had the lakes yeah. backwards. Yeah, so I'm now south of the lake. Okay. Yeah. Um, so not touching the lake. I'm literally going to be kayaking through the canyon, and there's hot springs. Uh, there, you know, there's a bunch of offshoots per se, um, but uh, there's there's hot springs that you can you can beach, and you can hike to the hot, to the hot springs. Yeah, and is there a map? Do you have a? Is there? Are you just going by shoreline uh, and? Yeah, I mean, there, there's. Uh, I'm going by shoreline. Um, I kind of have looked stuff up on uh, Google Maps. Right. Um, the National Park Service, you know, has a map. Um, so I'm following that, and, and I'm I'm gonna pay attention to mile markers and things like that, you know. But it's more like landmarks, right? Yeah. Because I know that from El Dorado Canyon to Willow Beach is like 12 miles or something, and Willow Beach you can't miss it. It's like a marina. Yeah. So there's actual commerce there. Um. So you know, we're at least gonna stop there to, you know, buy potato chips, right? Something. Right. Yeah. Just. Uh, um, Get the sticker for the boat, right. or, yeah. Um, and then, um, and then there's a uh, 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 where where I have to pay attention to is where the popular hot springs are, but I have a feeling where the popular hot springs are, they're, they're going to be popular. They're going to be popular. Yeah. yeah. And so you just kind of look for that action. Yeah. Look at you. It's crazy. I you know what man I there's something to be said. I know I know there's a lot of people out there who work really hard and do what they do, right? Um but like I've been just too ambitious for let's call it the 20 years of my first career life, you know? Right. And uh yeah, I mean I've learned about working being away from home 12 14 hours and and working weekends and just not being present with my family yeah and so like you know a, a lot of people you know a lot of friends who I, I i bump into you know and whatever obviously they're i'm friends with them on facebook and they're like wow look at you mr camping man or mr backpacking man or right. mr this or mr right. that you know and you know with a tinge of jealousy yeah they say it. yeah you know? and yeah i mean i am definitely trying to live it up Right. Yeah. Um, because like that, that level of success that I was striving for, I did achieve it enough. Right. I just, you know, I, I didn't become a millionaire, but yeah. I achieved being that important person, you know, and, and making some good money, but it came at a cost. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. You're, you're talking to a guy that worked 80 hour weeks in a kitchen Yeah. on weekends. And like I said last week, you know, uh, you lose touch of everything that you live in Southern California for mm -hmm. when you work yeah. something that you thought was your dream job. And I, and I'm again, not being negative. I enjoyed a lot of what I enjoyed 94% of being a chef. That was good times. The people you met, but you, your friends, your core friends become different. Yeah. You know, the activities that you used to do are no longer, you know, and, and I still keep up with the industry, and it seems like the whole cooking now is making a shift uh, to where the mental well-being of the people that cook and prepare your food are the, are becoming forefront in 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 a lot of restaurants. And the big-time chefs that I used to follow and you know and admire 
these are ones that are making that push. You know, a couple of them out there. It's like nice. the mental stability and the mental wellness of the people to prepare your food is just as important as the mental health of anybody else. So there's been a shift in the industry. Well, it was like there was almost like kind of this this stigma thing, like if to be a top chef, you're high on cocaine. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're you're strung out and just ninety miles, you know. Yeah. And no life, you know. Yeah. And 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 to keep you going, well, you know, fueled by alcohol and Red Bulls, or you know, in some yeah. some cases, you know, people are are you know, <laughs> amphetamines or whatever it is. Yeah, so, right. I mean, I was lucky that I still had kind of an active lifestyle. I still rode a bike and still did things. So, you know, I never never was tempted by the uh, the demons. Yeah. But I can see how. I, I've seen it affect people that I've worked with, yeah. you know, and how. Right. So it, it's a lot to be said to have the pressure of being in charge kind of removed and ability to, to have a quality home life. Totally. Yeah. I'm loving it right now. Yeah. And yeah. no, and it's like, I, I get jealous of, of you sometimes. You do? Yeah, man. It's like, cause it's like, Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm leaving early. I'm, I'm, I'm heading I'm on a solo trip. I'm going this. I mean, you know, da 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 yeah. da da. It's like, I was like, man, that guy's always out by himself. And now you're like, you, then you like, you took off early one day about a year or so ago, whenever it was. I'm like, I'm going kayaking. And I'm like, where the actual heck did that come from? Yeah, me and Trina's going kayaking. And then three days later, like, I'm going to go buy a kayak. So <laughs> yep. just seeing that progression and just, seeing the fun yeah. that you have. And that was the day, uh, well, it was one of the days I went, we went to Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Right yeah, there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. Wow. But uh, so I'm sure we're going to explore these rabbit holes a little more in future future endeavors or future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for our for our, our listeners out there, don't worry. Um, you know, it's all about the bike, but it's more than that. It's about our adventures on the bike and off the bike as well. So if we run into wow. tangents because we're off of the bike, I'm impressed. You know. You, you, Hang with us, because, you know, eventually it'll all get a back around, and uh, it's all about living for the weekend. Oh, <laughs> if you look right over there, yep, you can see it from here, Jonathan. That's the weekend, and you know what that means. Get out there and have fun. Put a paddle in the water. Put a boat on the water. Ride a bike. Go rifle hiking or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we, we try to like give everybody kind of an opportunity and pull the curtain back on our, on our world and the things that we like to do and have fun doing. And hopefully it encourages other people to get out there and have fun. Yeah. And if, if your fun is riding a bike, then ride a bike. Cause that's, that's where this all started was talking or about give bikes. Give us a call. Yeah. Uh, Cause we're always down to, yeah. down to, to, to do an activity yeah. or go there out there and play. So, uh, Jonathan, thank you. And uh, as always, it's uh, it's a pleasure sharing the studio space with you and, and commiserating, maybe not commiserating, but talking about activities. And uh, and again, to all our listeners out there, thank you for your continued support and putting up with us as we get here week to week and living our adventures. So and we know a lot of you are living your adventures, too, because you you that's right. You catch up with us. You talk to us about it when you come in and see us and yeah. you tell us what some of the episodes do for you. So Keep listening, keep being you, and keep having fun. Jonathan, thanks, brother. Bon voyage. See ya. See ya.